Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your Guides Love podcast. I am Haley Hilveston. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have the cuddle couple joining me. Welcome. Hey. Hi. Hey, I'm so excited to talk with y'all because I love what you are doing. So tell everybody a little bit about you. Well, we are the Cuddle Couple. We've, uh, yeah, we started this business to help promote like a different form of touch, like something that's uh, more platonic and more intimate. Uh, I know during COVID, it can be a lot harder to stay connected with people, even with your, your neighbor. And so in this way, we just want to provide space for more connection. We, there are a lot of people that are single out there, that are a lot of people that have, you know, kind of limited connection with touch if you're still with the same person constantly, it can start to feel pretty demanding if you're normally used to going to dance classes or used to going to yoga or all these sorts of things, it can be a lot of pressure to put on each other. And so the, through the Cuddle Couple, we're just, we're offering space to celebrate that need and that desire and that right for, for human connection. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we're using this platform as well to, to kind of address and talk about different themes related to touch. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest ones being um, the exploration of non-sexual intimacy, which is something that a lot of people tend to think it's either nothing or sex, and there's mm -hmm. nothing much in between. Um, so we're giving space for everything that's in between and that, that range of different levels of intimacy. Mm -hmm. um, other things that we talk about is uh, consent and boundaries and just the healing through touch uh, is something that we talk about a lot. So yeah, that's what we do in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. And what got you into doing this? I think uh, for both of us, we really had the experience of, you know, discovering our own need and, and love of touch through dance at different points in our lives. And I think meeting each other, we, it kind of catapulted us forward towards like really recognizing how much this helps us and how much, for me personally, I've seen so many people that I've met like really express the same thing and express not having that sort of like tribal uh, welcome energy that you might get in the kind of the day to day. You know, it can be really hard. You go to work and there's kind of like your, you put your work hat on, you, your mom, your dad, you put your, your parent hat on. And so in this way, it kind of lets you check out from all these different roles and kind of really tune in with where, where you're at and like what you need. Because we, we've had so many people that they, they'll express like, you know, they're in their 40s or they're, they're in their like late 30s and they start realizing like, oh, like every time I've gone on a date, I've really just wanted to connect with someone. I've really just wanted to be with someone. Like I, I didn't need to be in a relationship. I didn't, I didn't want these sort of things for myself. So, so it really, I, I just, I feel very inspired to, to celebrate and give people that permission to be with themselves in their own body and to, and to know that like they can touch back into themselves again. Personally, I had a kind of interesting journey with touch because I, felt very touch deprived growing up um, and didn't really didn't have much of it in my life. And I got a lot more of it when I started dancing, which is where, where we met. Um, like spin dancing or? No, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a contact, it's called a contact improv. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, uh, yeah, and it's where there's a lot more touch than I have ever been used to in other forms of dance or in other areas of my life. And I felt like, it, for me personally, it was very overwhelming. Um, it, it was so great and I really loved it, but it was, I was getting so many feelings from it. And st like, there was just so much coming up. 
Um, I was like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Can I say no? Can I say yes? Mm -hmm. Oh, he rejected me or like all these different things. Um, oh, does this mean, does this mean he loves me? Does this mean like all these different feelings of, of that were related to just feeling touched. Um, so this is, we've met quite a few people that have said that they're touch deprived, like they, or that they grew up with parents that weren't as, um, touchy. So, um, this is something that um, I wanted to bring to people. It can be kind of, it's, a, it's nice to have a place to process that, um, especially if you want more of that in your life. So. Mm, yes. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I feel that way too. You know, I think that I grew up with a family that is not as more, is not as uh, touchy as I am. You know, like my family, we hug, but I'm very touchy. And I think that it's so important because you are right. We are very, we're lacking in that. And think about if you live alone, it's like you can hug the dog and hug trees, but <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah and, even, and even when I met Pablo, Pablo is, is a lot more huggy or like I wanted to get there, but mm -hmm. I, since I hadn't had that, I felt like once a week I was having a kind of like, you can't touch me today because I'm overwhelmed. Like mm -hmm. my, I, I've had too much touch. Mm. even though I loved it and that's mm. what I wanted for my life I felt like I had to kind of work up to it mm. um and it it just was a lot to process mm. so it's there's so many things that can arise from like wanting more touch and gaining more touch um and a lot of feelings that can come up from that too not for everyone but yeah, I, I had the same experience when I was uh, younger as well. Like as soon as I started to find more connections and and more more people that yeah had that that range of intimacy while also having like positive boundaries, it really started awakening that in me. Like I had all these questions come up. I had to often like check in with myself and and I guess what I'm expressing is I was I was kind of alone in that process and and that can be really difficult. And so so really like when we're providing this space, um, we're just like we're trying to be a beacon and kind of like some sort of informational hub for people to like get to know that like this is something that is accepted and celebrated by other people. It's not something that they're just feeling on their own. And I know that's something that's really beautiful about the internet is that like there are these things that even if you feel you have the most niche or most strange interests, you're, you're bound to find other people that really enjoy that as well. But the interesting thing about touch is I feel like it's one of those things that aren't talked about, but everyone desires for like mm. one Most or another. People, yeah. 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 I agree um, with y'all. And I also think it's it's now it's people like I've noticed that a lot of people are touch deprived now, but it's almost like maybe they're just like what you were saying earlier. People, you know, you're unaware of it. And then when you get a lot of touch, you're like, whoa, this is yeah. more than I'm used to. So <laughs> for people that are touch deprived during COVID, everything going on, what would you say to them? Hmm. Well, first, I mean, something related to what we were talking about is also this gives permission. So permission to talk about this, permission to feel like you're touch deprived, permission to mm -hmm. say it. Uh, we've noticed people are having a hard time saying it and voicing it. Mm -hmm. And we, we get a lot of shy calls saying like, I need this. <laughs> I need this. Um, it's it, it can be hard to to voice. So um, the first thing we do is just kind of normalize this and say lots of people are feeling this, um, and and you're 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 not weird or anything for wanting this. So that's the first thing. 
Yeah, and it's a spectrum, right? I'm sure. I'm sure you also appreciate and notice this uh, on the sexual side of things as well. When exploring your sensuality or sexuality, it's it's such a personal side of people and something that yeah is like especially in north america like kind of taboo to talk about and so and since yeah sex and touch are so closely related and packaged in media it can be hard to separate the two and so yeah like i feel like i encourage like the listeners to to look towards towards areas that feel comfortable for them like but like whether that's whether that's yoga or dance or, or going on a walk with their friends and just kind of really noticing like what what feels good for them and what when do they feel that yes internally if i would like more of this or i'm curious about this other thing um when we're providing cuddling as a service it does make it easier in that like you know that you're coming to us as professionals and we aren't going to be you're, you're not going to have any stake in it you know like if you're not going to worry about losing your friendship or making something weird or anything like that like all these sort of things you can put down because you know you're going to have us there very aware that this is something you want you know and so this is a, this is a space where you can freely explore that mm-hmm. yes i love that yeah because i think that you know because the work that i'm doing with coaching people in this area, I've noticed that even couples, it's like um, the couples that I've talked to, they're not having sex or maybe they're not touching that much. So I think the work that both of what we're doing is so important because we live in a society that's getting more and more digital and less of this, which is Mm -hmm. what we need. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We had a person contact us last week saying that she wants to come uh, see us with her husband just so that they can have time to be like a dedicated time to be together and to Mm -hmm. also just have a a space to just explore this touch and this intimacy, like non-sexual intimacy together, um, which we found really cute. Yeah. And that's, that's so amazing too. And that like, you know, you know, like it's easy to say like, Oh, I want to practice yoga, you know, and I'm going to practice this every day, but it's a lot easier when you kind of make a commitment. And so, yeah, like through going to like a cuddling service or anything like that, like you're able to kind of carve out that time for yourself, which, you know, has two sides. That has one, like the discipline. And then also that, that like kind of that, like I keep on saying that celebration of like, oh, this is time for me. Like, this is where I can explore this area. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yes, definitely. Yeah. And go into this, like, what are the benefits of people receiving more touch? Because obviously I think there's a study, aren't we supposed to receive... Like 12 hugs a day or something. Um, do you all know the number? What is yeah. It? Uh, it yeah uh, yes. And I think that uh, the, uh, yeah, I forget the exact numbers, but I think most people hug for about 20 seconds, but you, you need about, uh, don't quote me on like this. I think it's two minutes for it to actually have the benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do an hour. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, that's great. Yeah. 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 I mean, most of the time we do an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, the benefits, so I would say there are different benefits now that we're also doing virtual. Um, so there are kind of, uh, there's, there's, I would say there's equal benefits in both uh, in-person or virtual. They're just slightly different. Um, you don't obviously, so in person you would get kind of the release of oxytocin uh, from the actual physical touch and just those really feel good hormones um, that would make you feel really um like lovey-dovey and good and all snuggly and warm and fuzzy Mm -hmm. um and that has all sorts of other benefits it has the benefit of uh, reducing anxiety depression um just lifting your mood helping with sleep 
uh, we have a whole bunch of these benefits listed on our website um, that it, it's just a huge list of things that it can help with. Um, but virtually, we, we help in a, in a different way. So we help through Zoom. We do Zoom sessions um, and we go through the same type of format where the person um, would be with their blankets and their pillows and anything that feels really comforting and they would go through different positions as well um, like self-cuddling positions or different touch-based positions um, but it has different benefits and i think the benefits are more like introspective and just processing how it feels what's coming up for them and it's just supporting and giving them space for whatever will arise mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah, and exploring the the longing and the grief and the self acceptance that comes along with this kind of work, mm -hmm. and you know it can be really surprising because uh, we even like you know we're, we're attracting a range of people, right? And uh, we happen to have this this one person come in for a virtual. I say come in, but for like you know attend a virtual mm -hmm. session, and we found out later that they are part of one of the kind of local news teams, and and so it's like you know it's it's approaching like. Even like for him, like attending a virtual session, he got very excited. He was like, this is this is really important and mm -hmm. this is really good. And he started talking about wanting to pitch this idea, you know, to mm -hmm. his team uh, to have it on there, like published on their site. Because, yeah, like I feel I feel like this is something that like no matter which walk of walk of life you're coming from, it can be really hard to to stop and say, like, I need a hug. Mm -hmm. I want to be seen. I want to be held like I. And I don't. I may not really be making this time for myself, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think when you attend these sort of things, it it can really it can really open you up, and it can it can really like allow you to kind of notice yourself. Like I don't I don't mean in this. And I say notice, and that like I don't feel like it it is it is so much shocking as it is refreshing to kind of notice. Like oh, like yeah, like it, it feels nice. Like I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have stayed in this position for twenty minutes if this wasn't being guided. I wouldn't have been spending five minutes to like hold myself. I mm -hmm. wouldn't have spent like two minutes to even think that, that mm -hmm. this is something that I really want or need, mm -hmm. you know, without, without also this narrative of lamenting and feeling like, oh, I never get this or, oh, I can't have this. And instead you have people on the other side saying like, yeah, mm -hmm. you don't get this. And that's, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> and uh, yeah. let's talk about that, you know, because you should get this. And and like, I, I want to, we, we want to be able to encourage that. We want to be able to, whether it's virtual sessions or whether it's in-person sessions, help bring you to a point where you're able to find that connect, those sort of connections in your own personal life. Because yeah, mm -hmm. I think everyone needs that. And a theme that's been coming up a lot now with COVID is grief. Um, and so it's, the, yeah, we've had a lot of discussions lately with clients of holding space for grief but also hold, holding space for what we want and what feels good and, and kind of nurturing that side mm -hmm. and, and, and the connections that we can make right now mm -hmm. um, while also holding on to the grief. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that some people just want to put that grief away and say, no, I'm not feeling that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't need, you know, I'm fine. Um, but it's, there's space for both. Mm -hmm. There's space for both. So it's just kind of allowing all those feelings to be there. Yeah, in terms of uh, what grief of the lack of touch, like go into that. Yeah, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, like some of the comments we've had, like it's often in quieted voices. You know, they, they may talk about not receiving as much affection or feeling like partners haven't loved them. 
you know, like these kind of deep feelings can come up and feeling like they're just, they're not seen or they're not very literally held in their, in their own states of sensitivity or vulnerability. And so I feel like this grief for them, they, well, I mean, I don't feel they say it directly, but it really, it comes from the space of, of not feeling received or seen or met really. And I, I think feeling met is really important. I mean, I feel like that's probably one of the biggest reasons most of us enter relationships is because you meet someone who sees you and they see all your values and they see values you may not even see in yourself. And in that you're able to sort of uncover these qualities and celebrate these qualities that otherwise you may never really be able to have space for. And so I think the grief comes from, you know, whether you're, whether you're 20 or 30 or 40 or what have you, you may find yourself in a position where you have these things that you want to offer the world, you have these things that you want to explore and celebrate in yourself, but you aren't getting to share it. It's like, imagine only being able to speak with half your vocabulary, you know, being able to walk with like just one leg or one arm or what have you. It's like you, you end up finding this limited space. And so I think the grief is from that, that sense of, of feeling muted in your own sense of expression. Because of the lack of touch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And also also with COVID, sorry to interrupt, but also with COVID, um, some people that are wanting to explore touch more or just tend to be like cuddly people, um, they don't have access to a lot of their friends like they had before or to their social gatherings or to their dance groups or whatever mm-hmm. we yeah we're really missing that mm-hmm. um so that's something too that at whatever stage you're at whether you just want to kind of try to explore touch more or whether you have already been but are just not able to access mm-hmm. that um yeah there's different levels of grief that come for a lot of people mm-hmm. right now mm. i so agree with you on that i mean i think that there's, I just told my a family member this. I was like, man, I'm, I'm a social butterfly. So I feel you. I really miss the, the social. Yeah. Um, so what do you want people to take away from this conversation? I want them to know that there are spaces where they're accepted in that intimacy. There are spaces where they're, they're accepted and they are seen in their, in their need for touch and that there isn't a sense of judgment. There's, there's a sense of curiosity instead. There's a sense of kindness, there's a sense of love, and there's a sense of gentleness in that exploration, and that, in that very personal exploration. So, like, whether you're fortunate enough to have, you know, friends and family and partners that are able to meet you in this way, um, we're, we're another medium to explore that. And we are a medium that, yes, like, doesn't have the stake of, of you know, maybe clumsily approaching it in a friendship, uh, you know, whether, because you might be the kind of person who, who doesn't want a sexual relationship, but you do want sort of that, that cuddle buddy. And that's something that is, I'm sure, like very foreign to many people. The, the idea of like reaching out to a friend and saying like, can we just like cuddle once a week? Like it's, it's something that's very different. And so, so I feel like this is, yeah, like I really want, I would love the listeners to know that this is a space that they can explore that side of themselves and they won't be judged for it. I, I have other things. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think one of the barriers for some people has been the idea of cuddling virtually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, how do, I, how do I cuddle in a virtual environment? Um, and this is something to be very honest, before we started you know, putting this more virtually, I was like, really, like, can we do this? Really, like, is it really gonna benefit people? Um, 
But if you're just willing to take that little leap of courage or that little, just, just that curiosity, that leap of curiosity, um, like our clients have really been enjoying the virtual sessions. Um, and there's so much that we can do within it. Um, and there's so much to explore that people may not know is possible. So I just want to encourage to just kind of take that, that leap of faith um, in just trying this, trying something new, seeing how it feels. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, seeing, seeing what it can do for you. Um, yeah, we also, we also do free, like free 20 minute sessions mm -hmm. in person or virtually. Mm -hmm. um, so if people want to explore this in, in a shorter um, kind of like in a, yeah, in a shorter amount of time, they can do that too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, just to add, <laughs> um, yeah, like what's, what's amazing with the virtual sessions is that, yeah, like going into it, you may, you may think like cuddling, like how can I do that virtually? Um, cuddling, that's, that's really, that's, a, that's a means of communication we have. And that's, that's something we, we use to connect with, with our clients. But the thing is, is that, under all that, as you know, sexuality is that what we're building is we're building communication, we're building trust, we're building and 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 establishing this sense of vulnerability that can be explored. And so you're still going to find that, and those are really kind of the deeper benefits of of cuddle therapy of what we're offering. So yeah, like whether that's virtually or in person, like you'll you'll be able to have space to really explore that safely and comfortably. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Okay, where can everybody find you? So our website is thecuddlecouple.com. And then you can also find us on Instagram or on Facebook. Our handle is The Cuddle Couple. It's very easy. Mm -hmm. It's all The Cuddle Couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, and on and our, our social media, we post a lot of uh, videos and art, like posts about kind of the dis different aspects related to this. This is mm -hmm. something that's fairly new all across North America. Mm -hmm. So one of the main things we're focusing on these days is just educating, telling people what this is about, what the benefits can be. So we're trying to do as many like podcasts and videos as possible to really explain the different aspects of our work. Yeah, and you'll see on the on the Instagram as it grows is that as much as it grows, those are people just like you who really value the side of themselves. And so I think that that can also be really helpful is like having that solidarity, whether mm -hmm. they're in your city or not. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about what you're doing. I will <laughs> post your links below. Thank you so much for joining. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Yes. And everybody, be sure to like, subscribe, share the podcast. Let me know your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks.